cold gales blow from the windy city across the astral sea to Icewind Dale, where intrepid heroes seek to end the everlasting winter. Huddled around a single hot dog and a bottle of Malort, the party works to stay warm. Four pairs of hands extend over the steaming sausage. Hello, it's Ricky Steele, half-elf bard at your service. At your leisure, whatever the task, it will be my pleasure. Hi, it's Skid, the Goblin Druid. It's the moon that circles me. As my orcish pal Thrax here. Thrax, by my bow, we fight for the wolf tribe. Yeah, yeah. wolf tribe They call this one the Pilgrim. And this one is a human life cleric who worships the paths. This one is here to accompany those who walk. Together, they press into the winds to fracture the freeze over ten towns and bring an end to the Frost Maiden who conjured it. Whereat Studios presents The Chicago Table. <laughs> Icewind Dale has become trapped in a perpetual winter. Ferocious blizzards make the mountain pass through the spine of the world exceedingly treacherous, and this land has not felt the warmth of the sun in over two years. In fact, the sun no longer appears above the mountains, not even in what should be the height of summer. In this frozen tundra, darkness and bitter cold reign as king and queen. Most Dale residents blame Oral the Frost Maiden, the god of winter's wrath. The shimmering aurora that weaves across the sky each night is it said to be her doing, a potent spell that keeps the sun at bay. Dale folk live in a scattering of settlements known as Ten Towns. The drop-off and caravans coming from the south and travel between the settlements in the never-ending winter has left everyone feeling isolated. Although each town has resolved to appease the Frostmaiden with sacrifices of one kind or another, no respite from winter's fury seems forthcoming. For adventurers such as yourselves, Ten Towns is a place to test one's mettle, and in the spirit of heroes who have come before, leave one's mark on the frigid, blighted land. You find yourselves in East Haven. Walking into East Haven is like stepping into Icewind Dale's past, places a living example of the boomtown way of life that gripped all of Ten Towns centuries ago. In the generations since, no other towns have settled into a predictable pattern of existence. East Haven has continued to grow and reinvent itself. After the, Eastway, uh, after the Eastway was paved, East Haven evolved into a frontier trader's paradise, fueling the jealousy of its neighbors. East Haven's founders were thieves from the Duchy of Cape Velen on a peninsula far to the south. They refused to kowtow to a powerful thieves guild and were driven out. To this day, East Haven honors its shady founders by declaring pickpocketing illegal within the town limits, which explains the Watch Thy Pouch signs posted in various local establishments. Duragar have infiltrated the town of late, scouring East Haven and the surrounding tundra for Shardolin fragments to bring back their hidden mountain stronghold. You know that the leader of these Duragar is Dirth Sunblight, the oldest living son of Zardarok Sunblight. They have turned the frozen East Haven ferry into a temporary base. Using their innate invisibility, they betray their presence only by the footprints they leave in the snow. Sounds like Lauren's 
which should be Lauren's last Season name. two, TJ. <laughs> it took him one fucking sentence for him. His first sentence was a reference to what we already done. It's a pop culture reference yeah. for him now. It's near the wet trout on the northeast side of town. A man sits against the wall of the bar and a pamphlet is flapping in the snow beside him. The pamphlet reads, We bow to she who wears the crown. Let the world shiver with dread. Clad in winter's whitest gown, her snow enshrouds the dead. Her fury sheds but frozen tears as gray clouds issue forth. Her wind across the wasteland shears bringing blizzards from the north. Ice-kissed flowers caught mid-bloom, beauty kept in all its grace. Summer's gone to its silent tomb, stilling in her cold embrace. All the world in winter's white, sheathed in sleet and ice, set upon never-ending night, she conjures paradise. Behold her everlasting rhyme, see how it covers all. Weep not for those she traps in time behind her glacial wall. Sovereign of summer's lost, general of winter's war. Long live the queen of cold and frost. May she reign forevermore. And that is a pamphlet known throughout the land as the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Ooh, cool. <clears throat> Already to the title, huh? Also, did you say there's snow in the bar? No. Oh, no. okay. You said outside of the bar. Outside oh, okay. Of the bar. No, Someone's yeah. sitting next to the, uh, as a pamphlet blows right up to gotcha. them. Was the uh, ice, the ice maiden oral? The name Oral, the Aural. Frost Maiden? A A U R A L? Yeah. It's uh Oh Ar- like see Ariel. How to spell this here. It At least is, that's what I thought. A U R I L? A U R I L, yeah. Aural. Okay, thank you. And as we come to the man sitting against the bar is Joel, would you like to Introduce oh, your character. Cool. I didn't think it was going to be the pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So sitting next to the bar with, um, you know, cross-legged um, and with a small box open. Um, and as passers-by go by, uh, this man is a, a human um, who has male pattern baldness um, and a beard. And he's just the most average looking, like, uh, I would say, like, elderly man that you can kind of think of not super old you know in good health and he has a uh, um pink robes um with sort of black accents around them and he has a quarter staff that's also in front of them and he is uh eyes are closed and he is putting his hands down on the road um as people are walking by he's sort of if, if there are people walking by i don't know if there are or aren't Yes, there definitely are. The Wet Shrout, uh, located near Das, is the loudest, loudest and largest tavern in East Cool. Haven. So as they're going by, he's just feeling them walking uh, on the road, kind of with his hands. Um, and he's not asking for anything, but he probably has like a few, you know, like maybe copper coins or some shit in the, the alms box. But he's mostly, if they do ask him anything, he's mostly asking for food. But, you know, he'll every once in a while maybe say... This one only asks what you can give to anyone who might approach him. But he's otherwise just feeling people walk their paths. As he's sitting outside, inside the tavern, it's loud, bustling. This is a great chimney squarely in the middle, middle of the building. There's hers on either side to warm the tavern's two common rooms. 
the tavern's current owner and proprietor. You see a white dragon, uh, dragonborn. Uh, Which was a full yeah. white fucking yeah. dragon. Sitting right in the middle of the bar, <laughs> serving up uh, cold ones to everyone. Uh, she has the rhyme posted on one of the walls. Very large. She's an unapologetic supporter of the Frost Maiden. Against one wall, you hear some music going on. And you see another character kind of schmoozing his way around the bar. And Elliot, would you like to describe Jeez, I wonder who that's going to be <laughs> schmoozing around. That's but, me. So, uh, I am a <laughs> five foot 11 half elf with uh, silver hair. It's kind of feathered back and up uh, out of my head, like about six inches or so. Skin's uh, like a light tan, bronzish. I'm wearing, uh, I got icy blue eyes, wearing uh, black leather boots that are insulated with tight white pants coming out of them, a light blue uh, dress shirt with the collars tucked into them, over which is a double breasted uh, white uh, blazer. And then I have also a uh, overcoat on that's made of uh, snowy owl bear feathers, um, just kind of flowing almost all the way down to the ground. And just walking around, uh, chit chatting, talking people up, having a good time. <laughs> also, like I'm moving, moving in a very like dance-like fashion too. Sometimes, like I'm, I make a half turn this way or a half turn the other way. At the far end of the bar, you see that some of the patrons are giving. Two individuals of more wide berth. Uh, next to them in the wall is a copy of the East Haven Ledger with some major uh, news going on, which is uh, a sunken pirate ship makes land where a few months ago a group of adventurers fished something from Lake Dinashir, a piece of ship carved in the likeness of a winged demon. Could it be the figurehead of the Howling Fiend, the pirate ship rumored to have sunk years ago? We may never know. Unfortunately for adventurers and many fishers who flocked to the area over the following weeks, Sword Figurehead was the only part of the ship that was recovered, now willing to plunge into the icy lake in search of sunken treasure. The Phoenix Figurehead was brought to the town hall where it currently resides. Speaker Whalen has yet to allow public access to it, mentioning East Haven has no need for such distressing symbols during these already trying times. There's also another notice on the newspaper, and it says, Red Wizard goes up in flames. Oh, God. To summarize, you know that there is to be a public burning this day. Ooh. In the center of town. The East Haven residents are looking forward to the execution. And some residents say, I don't think it's ugly enough. Uh, ferry service is frozen. Town Hall Asleep, Speaker Whalen announced that the East Haven Ferry is trapped in ice. And therefore is unavailable to transport. And of course, on everything that is written in this town is a traditional warning, watch thy pouch. Remember, pickpocketing is legal within city limits. If you're reading this in public, you might want to check your coin purse, if it's still there. And finally, scribbled along the sides is in shoddy handwriting, saying, as for Ronaldo at the White Lady Inn, she sees the unseen. And he, this is a man who you would know who conducts seances uh, at the inn. And he always is trying to get new people to come in and, and experience it with him. It's like ads in the paper. Or yes. Something. Here's the paper. You can pass it around. Take oh, a look at it. Oh, we got reality. Physical shit. 
Wow, that's cool. And here's also the Frost Maiden flyer that is all over the all over the place. So when they say Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, they're really it's playing a, with that double definitely, entendre. Definitely a double they're entendre. really playing with that. <laughs> they yeah. went hard on it. They went hard on the paint with that one. Yeah. Oh, Jesse, these are sick. Very cool. Here you go. Yes. And on, stamped on everything props. is that symbol, which is the symbol for East Haven, which is a gray, blue, and red shield with a tower looks like a a rook piece yeah, from a chest rook? and it has a snowflake at the top pretty dope symbol but standing under this newsprint is an orc and a goblin and the people in this this place they have certain uh let's say markings to signify who they are however due to recent events and with the troubles of ten towns there doesn't seem to be a problem, but people are still slightly weary of standing near them. TJ and Kratzy, what do you want to tell us your characters? You want to go first for me? Uh, sure. Um, Skid, the goblin druid. He's about three and a half, or excuse me, three feet, three inches tall. Probably like 40 pounds. Uh, he's dressed for winter. He looks. You corrected yourself for three inches. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> big difference. Important. A big Huge. Difference. Um... He's dressed for winter, so you can all you can really see are uh, his furs, and he's got a large strapped bag across his body. Um, the fur, furs he wears are wolf furs, you can tell. Under his furs, though, he has leather armor. It's patched with many different colors of brown, kind of makeshift. Uh, there's black stitching etched in druidic, sporadically placed on his torso of his armor. And there's like a red uh, cloth hooded garment worn under his armor that goes to his wrists and goes hooded over his head. Um, he has a spear on his back. And then as far as his facial features, he's got green skin, uh, shorn black hair with a little bit of stubble on his bulbous chin, uh, bright yellow eyes. He's missing most of his left ear and there's scars kind of all <laughs> over. Christ. And he's got a very toothy and sharp grin and he looks to his orcish pal. Eh, watch your pouch, Lex. Watch it. And you just see this. Uh, we're sitting down, I imagine. Uh, so you can't tell how tall, but he's not a very tall orc for starters, I don't think. Uh, he's like human, you know, 6'1", six, 6'2", six, around there. But he has big sort of boots that are clearly made from, you know, leather wrapped around and all these stitchings on it. Uh, the pants are sort of uh, tan. And then sort of you can see he's wearing sort of on his uh, shoulders are sort of these uh, brown furs that are pretty scraggly and uh, coming under like out of them are these sleeves of just more brown leather just like stitched together and all these little threads going through and you can see them sewing and it, it wrinkles up into sort of like these of oh, on his left arm is like a, a leather sort of sleeve that goes over his jacket and it's like all leather and like these straps on it. And he has like a giant longbow behind him. And then his skin is green. He has two sort of tusk teeth that stick out. He has almost red eyes with like a little little bit of yellow in them. And then he has uh, two tattoos from his eyes that are just uh, go coming from the bottom that just look almost like tear streaks of like triangles. You're a zoomer? I guess so, but they're just I'm like just black. Joking. They're just black. Uh, and like a couple scratches and scars and like all over his face. And then he has sort of just black scraggly hair that is, uh, he has like almost tied with sort of a ponytail that falls back that sort of comes out and sort of just dirty hands, like nails. You can see the dirt underneath. And he, he also has like three necklaces with 
like different sized animal bones on it and like maybe a couple skulls or something yeah. like tiny mouse skulls and things yeah skid wears earrings that have wolf's fangs on them too covered in some red liquid and he's just slurping up fucking booze real gross like <laughs> and then i imagine i'll as uh, thrax sort of fixes the pouch he sort you he sort of uh has a rabbit there and he starts to pull it out to put on top of the bar for him and uh skid and he goes oh, at least we have our rabbit here is it dead yeah <laughs> nope it's alive and it's fluffy and cute no, skid will skid will let his uh pet rat bones off of his shoulder to maybe go and get a little bit of a bite before we break into it mm-hmm. we're gonna do that jesse you gonna eat the rabbit yeah we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna like peel like i'll like start it. trying to break it between the two of us in half and like hand him a piece and I'll take a piece. Yeah, I mean, this place is packed. Uh, you know, people people in ten towns right now are pretty much suffering. Like, you know, there's there's no there's no people are not gonna bat an eye at survival at this point, you know? And it's like if you're just ripping apart a rabbit and eating it, like hey man, that's that's your day to day at this point, man. Like it doesn't matter. Like that's what everyone's trying to do. Like all the fisheries are kinda like the lake's almost completely frozen over. Fishing is treacherous. Uh, like you have to, a lot of people uh, drink to stay warm on the lakes when they're fishing for a knucklehead trout. That's the most popular uh, fish that exists in most of the uh, the lakes. And so, but knucklehead trout are large and strong. And so, if you drink too much, there's a good chance you get pulled into the water, and that almost immediately means doom. <laughs> I want to catch one. <laughs> Give me some of that, Yeah, have some of this. And I rip off his piece and hand him half a rabbit. We just start eating it, ch- chowing down. Yeah, so you guys are eating. Uh, you have, you know, Ricky Steele's jumping around the bar, casually talking to. Oh, hello. Every man and woman in the bar, I'm assuming. Yes, everyone. Yep. And about five minutes later, you guys are eating a rabbit and everything, and all of a sudden, uh, a woman walks in. You recognize her as the captain of East Haven's militia, Imdra. And uh, she comes in, takes her sword, bangs on her shield a bit. Time to get warm, everybody. Let's go to the center of town. And you know this to be the public burning of uh, of the, the public execution that's about to happen. You hear that, Rex? We get to see a burning. Let's go check it out. Hopefully it is for sacrifices. Yeah, it won't appease our ear, but it might appease our man Grumsh. Yes, he watches all. Let us go, Skid. Let's go. Um, you know this to be well. Uh, Pilgrim, you would understand. <laughs> the Pilgrim? The Pilgrim. You would, yes, you would, uh, you would know this as a chance to get very warm. Because it would be a big public burning in the middle of the city. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, seeing people are filing out of the bar. Yeah, this is. Everyone do, loves this shit. Do we pass him? Do a skid and Yeah, absolutely. Pass him? All of you pass him as you're flying on the bar. Yeah, Could I attempt to drop a copper in his hat and instead. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a little small box. It's a little wooden <laughs> Can box. I go to drop one? I don't have and a try fucking to... hat. I'm not busking in San Francisco, brother. <laughs> Skid would like to try to drop one copper in, but take three out. Uh, yeah, certainly can. Side hand versus your perception. I don't, I mean, sure, I don't care. Uh, but yeah, if you don't care, then you succeed. You pull three out. I can, I, let's see if I, I notice it, though. Uh, perception, you said? Yeah. Side of hand? Mm-hmm. 16. Uh, 22. 
<laughs> let it yeah, happen. Yeah, you definitely know what happened. To the town square, pal! Uh, he'll say, please, if you need it more than this one, help yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, bud! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, the pilgrim just nods at him. <laughs> I, I rip off as I'm walking and biting the rabbit and eating it, you know. I pull off Is one it of the, cooked? No. Oh, God. I pull off one of the legs and uh, I drop it into your your box. Oh, my arms box. Mm-hmm. Drop the the thing in there. I go, maybe this will help you get by. Thank you. This one thanks you. Let's go get warm. As I walk by, I don't say, you look like shit. And I'll cast prestidigitation to clean him up a little bit. To who? To you. Oh, God. Clean up the pilgrim? Yeah. Uh, all right, he's squeaky clean. He's got that Mr. Clean shiny head now, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the three of you, not the pilgrim, the three of you all roll perception checks. Uh, when he casts that uh, prestidigitation, uh, I'm just going to take it on the chin 100%. Just let those sparkles come over my body. <laughs> Uh, crit 20, 23, 13. The first crit 20 yes. of the new yeah. campaign. And also first check. rolls we were go. to uh, steal <laughs> from a BC. Well, me and Joel, that's a long history. I thought it was good, appropriate. I got a oh, yeah, that was healing. Yeah. That's very, very, yeah. yeah. 16. All right, you all beat my roll. So in the push to get to the center of town, no one pickpockets you. Oh, <laughs> damn. Damn. I'm going to look down at my alms box and see if there's anything left at all. You actually gained probably four copper. Oh, sweet. And a a raw rabbit leg. And a leg. And a rabbit rabbit leg, leg, yes. Um, When the rabbit leg gets put in there, I'm I'm curious about that. Because that's... I feel like that would be unique for someone to, like... Especially since everyone's, like, struggling right now. To give a whole rabbit leg, that's going to feel unique to the pilgrim. And so he's going to uh, close up his alms box... Uh, pick up his quarterstaff. He's going to follow the orc um, and, and watch where he goes. Um, almost like a creep would, but not maliciously. Question, do you do you ever ride on me when we're walking around, Kratzy, you think? Uh, yeah, okay. for sure. I think I have on your shoulder when we get tired and stuff. Or Blaster if this, master. <laughs> or if the snow is really deep. Yeah, I imagine. So if, if that has to happen, yeah. Skittle will jump up on Thrax's shoulder and keep a 360 perimeter so we keeping his eyes on puck pickets and he'll say, huh, you picked up a tail. Looks harmless though. Mm. It's alright. He who watches is watching our backs. Let's go. Alrighty, so on the map, if you're all looking at the map here, the public fire is right here. So which is uh, just south of the West Trout, slightly west. Uh, close to the center of town. And there is kind of uh, one of the more major residential areas. Uh, bigger bigger areas, so you have like the barracks kind of to the south, as well as uh, the the crier's mansion and everything. Uh, what's like the architecture of this kind of stuff? Like, do we walk through like like taller houses? Like, what's the condition? So this is mostly a stonework city. Okay. Uh, and it's... it's uh, this is one of the most prosperous ten, of ten towns, so it's actually very nice. Oh, cool! So the 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 buildings here are actually I very came nice. to the right place to beg. <laughs> they uh, they withstand a lot of the uh, a lot of the cold, uh, maintains heat pretty well. Um, I guess for the for the listeners, uh, each town in ten towns has uh, a snowflake rating, and this is not uh, you know 
current uh, PC politics things and all that stuff. Uh, everything has a snowflake rating rated out of three snowflakes. So East Haven in a nutshell is a two snowflake rating for friendliness out of three. Services are three and comfort is three. So this is a very, very nice town. And Pretty nice. One of the oldest and one is probably the richest. Hmm. So you move into the center, you're moving to the center of town, basically. And uh, the crowd is gathered in front of this to watch the public execution of Dazan. That is the human wizard who was captured and despite his best efforts to disguise himself, was recognized and arrested for his crimes he inflicted on the Dale folk. Uh, he's been bound to a stake and gagged. Members of the militia then used torches to light the straw tucked around his feet. Fanned by the cool winds of the never-ending winter, fire catches quickly. Design does not struggle or scream as he is quickly engulfed by flames. Bundled up spectators move closer to the human bonfire, eager to feel its warmth. When um, he begins, to, he's burning? Yes. Like to a crisp? Yes, like immediately ignites. Um, Here is a picture of what it looks oh, like. Oh, okay, there he goes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> yeah. They don't fuck around with the start of this, do they? They do not. Um, <laughs> I imagine <laughs> there's art for that. <laughs> there's literally art of a man burning to death. Um, while the this is happening, I imagine the pilgrim has just kind of like made his way up behind, like not again, not creepily, but just behind the orc and the goblin. And uh, while the guy burns up, he's just going to say, sort of to himself, but not so quietly, but you know, just kind of aloud. Even death is its own path. Hmm. Hmm. Oi! I took this from you at the inn and toss him another copper. <laughs> You need him more than me. I decided. This one thanks you. Yeah, it's warm. The copper is warm. Yeah. And what is your name? Skid. Carol Skid. Skid. I say that in Orcish. To him. I respond in Orcish. Your friend Skid seems like a, a nice. Your friend Skid seems like a nice person. How do you know language of the orc? Languages are their own paths as well. Ooh. Jesse. My <laughs> 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 uh. Well, Dijon, the old wizard, is burning, giving us some, uh, some heat, and hopefully some respite from this winter. From blood to the earth. For Gromsh. Mm, he who watches. You worship he who watches. He watches us all. Never ending eye. Always open. Yes. And you follow his path. Mm, we try to follow our own way of following his path. You say follow your own way and his eyes kind of raise and he cocks his head a little bit to the side. Yeah, the snow blocks us, but we make our way through. The two of us together. Yes, we are wolves in these icy fields. And they say that wolves prey here. Yes, no wolf is only as strong as his back. And we're strong. As you say on his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and, and you, Orcish one, what is your... And you, Orcish one. And he's going to say an Orcish. What is your name? Uh, sort of... Uh, Thrax will look up at... Skid. Nods his head approvingly. 
Mm, I'm Thrax. Thrax Icebreaker of the Wolf Tribe. And what do you call you, Mr. Questions? Yeah. This one has no name. You may call this one whatever you want to call this one. Bitch! But I am... (laughs) 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 If you... If you insist, you may call this one bitch. Oh my god. But this one is just a simple pilgrim. What is this one? This one is this one. And he gestures to himself. One what? This one. This one is this one. Is one what? One. Yes. Uh, I think this you? can go on for about 15 or 20 <laughs> it minutes. It goes on for the next 20 minutes. Right? <laughs> you guys are warming up by the fire, and this conversation is just going on and on. I'm trying to hit on people by the fire. Oh, oh hello. You come here often. Elliot, roll a perception check while you're hitting on people. <laughs> it's, just it's really heating up it's a over two. here. A two. Half of whatever gold you're carrying is now stolen. <laughs> are, are ladies like into it and just wrap it well, in the yeah of course like one of them just like oh I like the cut of your jib and then the person behind me is like yoink and <laughs> right out of his pocket I know it's warm here but it's warmer back at my place if you want to come by it's going to be a problematic it's character it's going to be a long campaign yeah. dude yeah. that's impossible your house cannot fit a bonfire this big well you know what I wasn't talking never mind <laughs> I'll move on to the next one. <laughs> oh my god. It's a numbers right. game, right, brother? It's all a numbers game anyways. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my fucking god. So you're standing there, you the two of you are explaining what he means by this one. Uh Ricky Steele's kinda of moving around. I want to emphasize how patient the pilgrim is in explaining <laughs> this, but how bad he is at explaining this too. So you guys, there, Ricky Steele's floating around. Ricky Steele kind of gets close to, uh, to where uh, you are at. Uh, let's see, Ricky Steele, you kind of feel a tug on your ear. Oh, hello. Uh, you know this to be uh, Imra, the head of the guard. <laughs> Have I done something wrong, Imra? You don't need... You already know. Are you Are you kidding me? What? What have I done this time? It's called harassment. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just trying to be friendly, have a nice conversation. Half an hour into the <laughs> fucking first... The new campaign, and Elliot's arrested for harassment. <laughs> and she pulled you over. You too. Big one, and I'm not, I think I've seen you around, not quite sure, not in any of the places, but you two, yes. I recognize that symbol. You're the clan of the wolf. Yeah, they pray here, you know. We're only passing through. No, no. I'm allowing you to pass through. I need a favor from you all. From Would the wolf. Would you mind if we talked somewhere more comfortable? Away from the smell of burning human flesh. These two would love to talk. Just because we're running out of capable warriors in this town, 
that aren't scoundrels and thieves, I figure I can go with some outside help. So the two of you are strong as I know of your tribe. This one will walk the path presented before this one. And you... This one will walk the path to your bedroom, if that's what you mean by comfortable. Jesus, brother! This is exactly why I'm now forcing you to go and do what I ask of you. That was a a joke, Imra. Come on. Pretty good. This is a good joke. It was pretty good. DM's rolling. DM's first roll. Oh, no. Obviously, this is not the first time we've crossed paths with you, (laughs) Steel. No, it's not. And I can guarantee it probably won't be the last. And so I'm going to say, you owe me one now. And this is what you're going to do for me. Okay? Fine. (laughs) Uh, She takes you west, away from the fire, uh, to the west side of town, to the White Lady Inn. The White Lady Inn? Come on, dude. For real? Did Perkins write that? It's on the map. Perkins definitely wrote that. Is that like Cocaine Village in this town? It is. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking there's like a, a white woman in. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Somehow that's worse than cocaine. Village. I know. I'm not proud of myself. I'm not happy. I'm not having fun. <laughs> I'm writing a letter to Chris Perkins right now. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the uh, musty old inn. It's named after the white lady, a ghost rumor to walk on Loch Dinashir, haunting the spot where her rich husband drowned. Uh, this is where you know Ronaldo kind of hangs out and does his seances in the back rooms. He's always trying to convince people to you know give him some money and produce like a seance. People are unsure ever if it's actually real or not. <clears throat> um, he always tells a story. He's uh, another bard, so Ricky Steele, you would actually know him. Uh, he likes to he plays a fiddle usually in this place. Uh, he recounts the tale that the white lady's husband was a miser who kept his treasure in a heavy locked chest that never left his side. And that heavy chest suggests Ronaldo uh, that capsized his boat and sent the man to his sunken grave. Or perhaps it was the fright of seeing his dead wife that caused him to capsize his boat and drown. Either way, this guy is certain that there's treasure at the bottom of the lake and he won't stop talking about it at all times. And that's all he sings about and it's all he talks about and it's all he performs seances for. His name, <laughs> his name is Ronaldo. Yep. Cristiano. It's a soccer player, right? I know. <laughs> and so, uh, basically, this this place is kind of it's it's musty, it's small, it's not like the biggest inn in the town, but it is fairly popular. People like the seances. It's kind of like going to a psychic in New Orleans or something like that. Emma, what you bring us here for? Yes, are we going to perform? You need us to hunt something. What path do we walk? (laughs) (laughs) Sighs heavily. You know, you don't all have to ask the same question at the same time, but, you know, that's fine. It's not a big deal. Not a big deal. Um, I'm going to need something from you guys. There's a lot on the plate right now, especially in East Haven, 10 towns. Obviously, you know everything's gone to shit here. East Haven is at least maintaining, to say the least. But... I refuse to let East Haven fall like the rest of some of those slop holes like Dugan's Hole. What's that? <laughs> I you don't definitely know what Dugan's oh. Hole is. <laughs> <laughs> you 100% know what Dugan's Hole is. Just cut it out. I told you we don't like to talk about that place. 
Yes, I never want to go to Duke and Soul again. I had one performance there, and it was disgusting. I don't think they're capable of actually hearing music correctly. I don't either, but, you know. This one has never been there. You don't want to go, let me tell you firsthand. It's for the best. (laughs) This one believes you. (laughs) Don't walk that path, mate. (laughs) Don't do it. Yes, that's a path that few travel down, and I will say I have walked it once. It wasn't fun. It's not about if paths are good or bad or rewarding or detrimental. Paths are paths for reasons. Well, yeah, detrimental or whatnot, this half-elf looks like he's walked way too many paths, if you ask me. Been through too many taverns and inns. Well, let me tell you what. I have a path for you. If that's what you want to talk about is paths all the time. Of course, I have a path for you. Sure. Oh, no. Look, that man to Zan that we just burnt in the middle of town, do you know what he was put up there for? Crimes against the people of the Dale. That's what we said. We've been trying to get outside help into this place for a long time, and you know what? It's not coming anymore. Same. It's too hard to get people up here. The last people we killed were adventurers trying to help Ten Towns. A group of adventurers. He killed them all. Cold blood. That's not right. Wake then. The public public execution was not an act of vengeance or anything, but we used it as a means to deter others from trying to kill people trying to help Ten Towns. Because, my God, I mean, you've seen... You know the proprietor of the wet trout? He fucking worships the, the Frost Maiden. Openly and proudly. Yes, and that's a problem. It's kind of fucked up. It is fucked up. Because I have no idea. Well, White Dragon and everything, but... Let's be honest here. No one wants perpetual winter. I mean, come on. You guys remember what it was like before this? And you guys would all know, actually, that there was actually a summer here. And like in the southern parts of Ten Towns, it was actually quite nice. And there was greenery. There's actually summer months. Kind of like if you're thinking Alaska. Has it been like a really long time for us since we've been It's been, been two, years two years since this has started. Oh, okay. So I for have... two years, it's been a perpetual winter with no, no sun. sunshine. Everyone just is saying unending winter. I, I think it's just longer than usual. Everything's normal. Perhaps so. I'm sick of these people saying this is crazy and unending. Well, I haven't, haven't been enough sacrifices I haven't seen the sun in decades. Skid, Thrax, you who I don't, who this one does not know yet. Oh, Ricky Steele, at your service. This one is just a simple pilgrim. Think about it. With this unending winter, how can people walk the proper path? It impedes their direction. Their weakness is our strength. But you too are weak in the winter. Everyone is weak in the winter. We're stronger together. That does not disprove my point. This one's point. This is really fucking hard. (laughs) Uh, That does not disprove this one's point. Which one? That the winter will impede you Hmm. from walking your path. It's when, when this one says this one, he's referring to themselves as this one. You understand? It's not that hard. Seems suspicious. Yes. Some sort of god you might be. A unkind sorcery. This one Magic. worships the paths. However, this frost maiden that others worship, 
this sounds sort of an impediment to those who walk the paths like you. It's, it's Esno Bueno. Whatever pass did we need, whatever. Imra, what's the ask? What you need? Good. Well, as you asked before, you know, people like our proprietor, our dragon proprietor over there, she's trying to push for, you know, what happens in Prince Shadir, and I'm sure you know about this, where she makes sacrifices to the Frostmaiden, where, you know, we're not allowed, they're not allowed to light fires between dusk and dawn. As a, a form of sacrifice. That's insane. That makes no sense. Sounds they're going cold. To, yes, they're going to die. So there's a couple things. T- ten days ago, four fishermen went missing on Lake Dinashar. Fairly, like, to be honest, the coastline is hard to sail because of the ice, the ice flows and everything, but most savvy anglers can navigate it fairly well, as is tradition in our in our city. And you know that means there's fewer competing fishermen, obviously, all that stuff. I need someone to scout the coast, coastline and search for them. That's our, I'd say that's our smaller problem at the moment. But if something is taking fishermen from our city, which we're already seeing, you know. We're two years in. We're already seeing dwindling population across all ten towns. We can't be just randomly losing individuals here. What's the big one? Three cold-blooded murders have been committed in the past month. Murders? Murders. Three? Yes. A dwarf blower in Bryn Shandir, a shipbuilder in Targos, and a halfling trapper here. Each victim was found with a dagger of ice through its heart. This is the more concerning problem. Chilling. <laughs> you see a hand tap skid at that. So, uh, I'm not too privy on all the information. I'm pretty sure... Uh, God, what's her name? Uh, Shield Dwarf. Old as hell. Uh, Deborah. Samantha. Ah, Hiln. <coughs> Hiln is out today, but I think she's coming back here tomorrow. Because she stays here in this inn. I know she's staying here for a week because she's chiefly investigating these murders across the ten towns. She's an adventurer. Uh, Kind of moving around trying to help things out. She's strong. She's strong. She's a bounty hunter. She's a dwarf? Yes, a shield dwarf. A shield dwarf. Hilm, okay. Yes. And a very old one at that. And comes from a comes from a long line of uh, the Battlehammer clan. Don't get to no age as a bounty hunter unless you're good and strong. We look for strength here. Yeah, so apparently she's been stalking the serial killer. She knows more information than I do. Um, but Ricky Steele, you're going to find those four fishermen. Oh, you understand? Yes, I will find the four fishermen. It'll be fine. They're probably dead. I'll find their corpses, though. So or they might be alive. Who knows? I don't care. 
dead or alive, I'd prefer alive, but let's be honest, they're probably dead. Human. We're talking about that, you know? Human, if we do this for you, uh, what will you do for us of the wolf tribe? Yeah, it sounds like a hunt. And the wolf tribe knows how to hunt. What do you want? Gold. Gold's always good. We can do things with gold. Gold, is that it? What else? Then gold. We want gold. Hmm. Or food. Or strength. You know what I want. (sighs) This one asks for nothing. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. I'm not in a position to give out gold. I'm literally a guard here. But I did confiscate some items from Dazan, the wizard we just burned. I can give you those. Wizard. Is that something you could use, Skid? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Sounds suspicious. Get suspicious. Can we see them before we agree? Sure. I think I have them on me. Um, pull the, off her back. The, the pilgrim is looking at Skid, how skittish he is, like, and how much he's like suspicious of everything, <laughs> and see, just just taking taking notes on how skittish he is. So, in in her bag, she pulls it out. There's a she unrolls a little scroll. Time to like look at it, because uh, she, obviously she's unable to identify these things. She has no fucking clue. Um, but you know, someone in the employee of the speaker was able to. Well, looks like um, we have a spell scroll of fireball <laughs> and a great bag of tricks. Mm, we don't like tricks. Uh, we're more serious than this. I love tricks. You know it. You know I love them. You know Skid loves them. The bag of tricks, then. I don't know what a fireball I mean, I'll give you them both. I don't give a shit about Yeah, I don't think it was an option. <laughs> You'll have both. I don't care. I need you to find these fishermen. So first we go find the fishermen. I need to make sure that this town is yes. safe. yes. And there's two things not making it safe. My fisherman disappearing on the lake. And Ricky Steele. And, I mean... <laughs> oh, dude. This is a joke. Come on. <laughs> I'll make sure the three of you get paid for the services of finding this serial killer. Yeah, Ricky Steele, you'll be lucky to be out of prison. This one asks for nothing. No, yeah, we'll take his payment. We've already we already made a yeah, deal. We'll take his payment. His. But Hune, where is it? A girl, a boy, a different... Yes, an old woman, an uh, old shield dwarf woman. Wait, where's she around? She'll be heading back to here, exactly this place, this exact inn that you're standing in. So the white lady in, the one you sniff, not the one you lick, not the wet trout. What are you talking oh. about? <laughs> Ricky Steele, you know exactly what he's talking about. Don't even pretend. I was just asking him to explain himself. Helm will be back here, okay, okay, okay. Just please... Uh. Just stay here, okay? That's what you get when you ask for outside there's not, help. There's not a lot of people here. Could you just stay here for now? Yes, we'll stay here. You have to stay here. I know that I have to stay. <laughs> this isn't the first time. I know. Hang out with Ronaldo. You know him. He's fine. Yes, but he always talks about the same things. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like him either. Can this one go outside? You can sit outside. Of course. I don't know why you would want to. It's... It's like it's cold. Negative twenty-five degrees outside. Stay inside. Uh, even before you finish the sentence, he's already walking outside and doing the same thing he was doing earlier of just sitting outside of the building with the alms box open, with the quarterstaff down, and just feeling people walk across the ground. Oh my god! Uh, 
orc, I, you're, I think you're the smartest in this party. Um, can, can you please smash zoom in on <laughs> Thrax right there? One of his eyes rolls back into his head. <laughs> can you just wait here, figure out what you, who the, to get the information, and then once you have that, you guys can be on your merry ways. I will go talk to the speaker, see if I can get you some gold, because I know those magic things. I don't, I'm, I'm like you. I don't know what the fuck they do. To refine us every day these days is a good day to hunt. Perfect. That's okay. Yes, absolutely. Good day to hunt every day. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. The wolf key. The wolf tribe's on the case. We'll smell it out. Don't worry. Ricky Steele, you like to drink? I love to drink. A drink while we wait for this sheer dwarf. Here, five gold. Drinks are on me. Enjoy. <clears throat> Don't worry. Hey, put them in the purse. I put the five gold in my comb purse, and I'll put the coin purse in my bag of holding, <laughs> and I'll cinch my bag of holding tight and look daggers at everyone else in the inn. There's this, there's like one other person. <laughs> look daggers at him and there's pop a, my teeth. A, <laughs> There's an old man with the really drunken red nose sitting at the end of the bar, kind of half falling asleep and waking up drinking an ale. That's the only other person sitting at the bar of the inn. You gotta, you gotta murk him, brother. We. There's Thrax. also a bartender, and Ronaldo is there. Thrax goes up to the bartender and just goes, Can we have three cups? Uh, four cups, please. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And he just grabs them and goes and uh, sits. Uh, if there's a fire by the fire, hopefully Skid is pulling up a stool or something and uh, sit down and from his back, he sort of sh- pulls some of the furs. And I pull out this like bottle with all these corks on it. And then I go, uh, what is it tonight, Skid? Beer? Wine? The, the guy's already pouring drinks and he just like stops like, what the fuck? And he's just going to finish pouring drinks and be like, no, I'm not going to deal with this. And kind of just like backs away and... Continues just reading the newspaper that you all saw. He's reading the the events of the day. I imagine I grab uh, just cups from the bar. Came yeah, to sit down. Well, he started just... to fill up your cups oh. <laughs> with actual beer when you ordered four cups. <laughs> Confused, he just goes back to reading the paper. Doesn't really care. Uh, I think. Uh, why don't we ask Mister Steele? Wine, liquor, beer. Have you ever heard of a martini? Make it liquor. Brown whiskey. Brown whiskey it is. What are your names, by the way? I'm Skid. Skid. This is my pal Thrax. Skid. He's the icebreaker. Skid and Thrax the icebreaker. As he's pouring, we I'm can much. only make wine or beer that has liquor. <laughs> alcohol. Beer! <laughs> he, uh, while you're doing that, you see MJ kind of put a finger to her ear, listening on something, and she goes to leave, sees the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden posted on the wall, rips it off, and leaves the, leaves the place. I pour out the beer into the four cups and I go, Skid, perhaps that skinny old man would want to. I never said I was skinny. I thought you were 6'1, 160. No. Oh. I didn't give a height and weight. My bad. I'm 6'1, 160. No, no, no. He's (laughs) shorter. The gluttonous man outside. (laughs) He's short. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm going to go shorter. I'm going to say 5'7, 140, 150. I'll go see if he wants it. Um, is it? I don't even know anymore, brother. Uh, but I, I give him... He's an ascetic monk, so it's fine. Give him the cup and go, Perhaps this will keep him warm outside. Oh, Ricky, do you know Indra? 
Uh, Why don't you tell Thrax about it? I'm going to go see your friend. And I'll go out to the... Skid will walk out to the outside and see if the pilgrim wants a cup of liquid. Yeah. You thirsty? This one will accept whatever you give. Yeah. It's not too much. You won't get drunk. Just have a little bit. You, I'll give him his cup of beer. Yeah, he, he almost takes it out of your hand and, and, and just slams it. Hmm. Thank you. It was very good. You're welcome. And stay out here in the cold? Yes. All right. It's nice out here. One can see the paths that people walk. One can watch the snow fall upon those paths. And one can also gather information. Hmm. Skid pulls out a couple berries as he's listening to him, and he looks at him and pops one in Skid's mouth and eats it. Yeah. Well? Puts berries back in a little pouch. Good luck with that. Goes back inside. Uh, the pilgrim will uh, continue to uh, beg. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah. Perpetual. Well, it's, I'd say it's, it's perpetual. Evening. Perpetual, it's perpetual night, night but I'd say in terms of time. Yeah, it's probably like, I don't know, 7 p.m. It's probably okay. 6 to 7. I forgot it was nighttime. That picture made it look like it was. Well, it's the, because the sun never comes up, yeah. So, Thrax, did Steel tell you what he knows about Indra? I didn't ask. Don't really want to talk about it. Cheers. Either way, we're just waiting for him and the shield dwarf to get here. Cheers. I guess, DM, um, yes. I am sort of just keeping an eye out for whatever. Yeah. That might be important, but just like taking information in. <laughs> Not that I'm spying, but, you know, observing people's paths, as Ooh. you will. Um, actually, let's have... Let's have you roll. Ooh, baby. Let's get some fucking rolling going. Alrighty. You can roll. I will say that my character sheet is not good. <laughs> you mean well, this is stats are filled out or organization? What do you mean? Stats wise, yeah, it's not great. Roll um, a d10. A level one Ooh. true neutral cl- cleric. Yeah. Suboptimally yeah, I would created. Character looks poopy. Want- wantonly made. I'll tell you, my highest stat is charisma, which is not a fucking cleric. Uh, Stat. Stat. So, yeah, that's crazy. I got a two, Jesse. A two? Yep. Yep. Uh, you hear? Okay, that's fun. Uh, you hear? You hear a couple of drunkards walking by, uh, clearly coming from the fire. They're all they're pretty toasted. They're feeling pretty good, nice and warm. You're like, hey, oh my god, dude, you hear about this? Like, Goodmead, the town speaker, was recently killed by a nine foot tall giant. I gotta install all the honeymoon, and you know, without that, this place might go dry. So that's the most pertinent information that you hear. Um, Valuable. While you're hanging outside. Well, we're sitting there, and I'll pour another beer for a skid. I bend, I bend down and I say in Orcish, I'm like, you know, speaking Orcish, uh, if they did a sacrifice today, what do you think he who watches wills us to do, Skid? Yeah, uh, I, 
like to do one a month? I think that's usually a good number. <sighs> the one that burned didn't count for the one who watches. We have to do it ourselves. Tonight or later. And Orkish looking at Ricky Steele. <clears throat> Doesn't feel right tonight. So many new eyes, so many new people. Soon. Alright. As he wills. Always watching. Yes. What are you talking about? We're talking about your disgusting habits around strangers. <laughs> How big your oh nose is. Ugly your eyes are. None of that is true. Conventionally speaking, no. How do you get your hair to stand up like that? And why is your suit so clean? Never seen anything besides these towns. You ever killed a man? Or killed a rabbit? Killed anything? Have you hunted? How am I supposed to answer so many questions at once? <laughs> You're both daft idiots. Have you ever killed a man? Killed a rabbit? Hunted? Killed anything? Good God. It's fucking amazing. brutal, dude. Uh, that's a picture of Imdra, by the way. So you know what she looks like. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation on both of them and clean them up. No, no, what? Doesn't matter. Booyak, booyak, doesn't I, matter. I scratch my hand through my, like, scraggly brown hair to try to, or black hair to try to get some dirt on my fingernails. She's sort of an old fox. Yeah, she's she's ruthless. She she's looks weathered, like a, a battle-hardened person. Very battle-hardened. Well, she's missing, an, or like a blind in an eye. The shoulder gauntlet of the, of, is that a bear? Uh, sweet. I hope so. Or a wolf. It's probably a wolf. More than likely. <laughs> yeah, DJ bites his hand. Mm. <laughs> so nice. Starts sweating. Uh, so at this point, you're hanging out there drinking. Well, well, well. If it isn't Ricky Steele. And then you know this oh, to be Ronaldo. Fuck. A halfling bard who is just preposterous in every way. Hello, Ronaldo. How are you? Not as good as you, it looks like. Well, Handsomest man in town. I've got a couple of new friends. Can't say, can't complain about much. Hear, do you think they want to say us? Do they want to say us? I don't believe that they want... Skid and... Don't you can't block me with a seance. Would you like a seance? A what? What? <laughs> oh, I believe that they would like a seance. Look, there's a couple people coming too. I got six other people coming. Yes. Don't you guys want to speak to the actual white lady? <laughs> it's so exciting. You Wait. can talk to the gods. You're a dealer? <laughs> Pretty good. Dealer of ghosts, sure. You can speak to the gods. I can. I no, think might no. be having a quest I think I overheard. Drax, Drax. There's only one of us that can make the other talk to the gods and let us to him if we end his life. That's it. He can't make us talk to the dead. Well, if he doesn't, we could use him to talk. Ricky Steele, is this your friend? Of sorts. We're best friends. We, best are, we are not best friends. Are you brothers? No. He doesn't have any friends. He's just mad that I'm his only friend. I'm not. How would I be a brothers with such a short human? I don't halfling? know. This is my brother. Yeah, we're short and tall. 
It's like more like brothers in spirit, correct? How about this? Since y'all are best friends, how about you do a seance on him? And we can watch. Yes. Well, that's the whole point. You're all going to watch in the back room right over there. It's pretty fun. This isn't the kind of back room that I like. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, brother. It was bad Thank you for listening and keeping the show going. If you want to help support the show, subscribe to our Patreon. Gain access to the We're At Discord. Talk with other listeners of the We're At Crew. Post funny pictures. Watch movies with us sometimes. Also, if you want to help us out, buy some sweet merch at We'reAtStudios.com. All your support helps and keeps the show going. We appreciate you. Yeah! You do see some commoners kind of straggling in. There's a set seance time. Watch a back room. Watch that for. For a seance. Haven't you been paying attention? I have my lamps and incense and everything back there to perform a seance. We uh, don't have any money. Oh, it's free. Mm. No hunt is ever free. Hey. I'll go tell bitch outside <laughs> to watch out for the shield dwarf, and then we'll go in the back room. Come on now, we live in dark times. Perhaps the spirit of the white lady can help? Are you curious what she has to say? No. Curious what you have to say. Shut the fuck up. What magics you can do. Show us your fur. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? You heard me. I'm fur? Yes. You're fur. What you've got, what, what secrets you have to show. Oh, he's like slowly pulling up his shirt and lowers it very back slowly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when I see so. I honestly would have thought the same thing. <laughs> you all seem to think differently here than out in the wild. Well, come on. Starts in three minutes. Three minutes. Maybe sure. we'll see you. Bartaban, three minutes, I'm doing the seance. And he yells to the proprietor of this place, who is an ancient human. This guy is fucking older than Sin. And he is like sitting in a rocking chair, looks up with the most disgusted look because he hears this shit every fucking day. And so he does not, he is like, whatever, dude. Go do the seance. Don't care, but whatever, you piece of shit. How's the fire looking in this fire? The fire? Yeah. There's a nice fireplace going. Okay. We're not all kind of stokes the fire. He does kind of like the shit around the oh, place okay. for this ancient man. Okay. And uh, that's why he's allowed to perform his little seances in the back. Well, are you two coming? Are you going to grab the one outside? Dax? <gasps> uh, St. Orcish. Uh, Do we look at what they're trying to push on us? This magic. Huh? <laughs> Uh, skids, not scared, but skids, suspicious. Uh, knowing our enemies, or at least weaknesses, is a way to gain strength. Uh, whatever, I mean, we're here. We gotta wait for this fucking shield dwarf. Maybe backroom show's fun. Let's see what they do. Nine. And then in common. I'll be right back. I'm gonna go tell the one who walks. Okay, come right back as soon as you're ready. Uh, 
Skid will run outside uh, with another cup of beer to see the pilgrim and say, huh? I'd like to offer you a drink if you're thirsty. He's already reaching for your beer and he's already sipping it down. Um, this one thanks you. We're gonna go do a fashion show in the back room, okay? You stay here. If Hilm Shieldorf comes, come get us. If you want to walk that path, we'll be walking our path. <laughs> he kind of like waits to make sure <laughs> oh that you're God. like finished with this like broken sentence. And he just says, okay. Okay, okay, okay. And I'll go back to watching people Same. outside. Yeah. Staring and meditating on the, the paths that people are walking. Skittle just wait like uncomfortably long <laughs> before not saying anything. I also don't want to break like any sort of like thing about the cold. I, uh, the pilgrim does have enough like clothing to be. Warm, yeah. So you, uh, or if I'm getting cold, I would I'll say probably eventually go inside. I mean, you're going to get cold outside, but, uh, like I said, you're all from here, so you all started with yeah. winter gear. You, like, there's no way any of you would walk outside and yeah, show my some vestments, t-shirt right My now. pink vestments are lined with fur. Yeah, so I'd say you're you're all pretty well c- equipped to deal with this. Especially Is it getting colder? At this, that's moment? a good question. Uh, not yet. Okay. Um, you do know it does get colder when you start to see the aurora start to happen. Okay. Outside. Okay. I'll wait. I'll and wait for. I'll, I'll stay outside. So until once that you happens. see, like, it, like you know, it's kind of like the like every night. There's basically the Arroyo Borealis happens all across. Okay. And when you see that, that is the Frost Maiden recasting her spell. Oh, every sick. Night. Um. Then I um, I'll stay outside. Um. Cool. Excellent. So you go back inside. He's holding open the door and waving his hand at you guys. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! <laughs> Fuck. I'm gonna hop on Thrax's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Keep our keep our uh, keep my eye out for actively for pickpockets. <laughs> Go watch the show. Sit down, and as we sit down, I'm gonna pull out the rest of the rabbit and start going on that. Absolutely, the commoners there and there. You, some of them you recognize from the bar from before. Everyone's kind of a little little drunk because of the public burning. Everyone's happy. I mean, I know it's a crazy thing to say you're happy about, but you know they got to go get a free uh, bonfire. Yup. You realize that rabbit is raw. Thrax. Uh, its blood was warm. Okay. Iron in the blood makes you strong. Yes, good. Right. Well, to the seance, this, you're going to start soon. Get this over with already. Stop. <clears throat> Your wife's never coming back, you know that. He narrows his eyes at you. Christ. You fucked her. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know at the time. What the fuck <laughs> do you want from me? Well, the, we have now established that we've been longer friends than you previously said. Oh, <laughs> uh, smoke from burning incense clouds the room. Multicolored lamps and silks are hung from the rafters, and the light from several candles illuminates a circle of uncomfortable-looking guests sitting cross-legged on the floor. <laughs> You're eating a rabbit as one of the guests. Mm-hmm. 
Ronaldo pushes back the sleeves of his robe. Let me see if I can pop this picture up for you guys real quick. Jesus loves what he's saying. So that's Ronaldo. Uh, he pushed back the sleeves of his robe, raises his hands, closes his eyes, and intones, Lady who watches from the lake, come to us in our darkest hour. Tell us what you've seen. There's a moment of silence. Nothing seems to happen. Thick frost forms on the inside of the room's windows, turning them opaque, and the candles go out one by one. The white lady's spirit is close. All of you, reach out for it. Whoa, reach out for the spirit. Whoa, please, will any of you help me? Fine, I'll help you. Skid reaches out for the raw rabbit leg. <laughs> and grabs it out of his hands and starts eating it. Alright. So, are you going to help at all? Or do nothing? I think just Ricky was. Just Ricky? Yeah. Ricky. Roll a charisma check. Ooh. Uh, just a flat check. Uh, persuasion. God damn it. Have you ever done this before? No. It's a new character, and I, my sheets are all out of order. <laughs> You're out of order. That's 18. 18? Clawing from the ground, a ghost comes up. It looks like a poltergeist at first, terrifying, but then takes the form of the white lady. You saved in... Not allowing her to be a poltergeist and attacking you. Uh, hello. That might have been the TP character. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit is uh, receptive. Um, do we do, all see it? Do you have any questions? Yes, you see the spirit like actually manifest in the middle of him. He looks kind of shocked as well. Okay. Uh, do, do any of you have any questions? Whisper to me your questions. And his eyes are rolled back in his head, and he's kind of shaking. How do you end the winter? How do we please you? Oh, I can tell you that. Everyone knows how to end the winter. Remove the frost maiden. Oh, I have a question. Are there four missing fishermen? Did you happen to know where they might be? Maybe one of them? Or two? Just to start. A little bit. You know what I'm saying. Just... <laughs> an, uh, a, an, a name. I, whispering... Name. Maud Chiselbone. It's a hag. Yeah? And where is this Maud Chiselbone? So skeptical. Can't point out. On the lake. Maybe shores? Look for the boat?
anyone else have a question? Just eating rabbit flesh watching this poltergeist. I do have one last question for you. Ask. Are you single? I live forever for my lost love. Oh, oh, that's you. Oh, oh, this is awkward. Well, I'm sorry about what happened in the past. Um, all water under the bridge. I guess ice under the bridge at this point. Um, well, I'll be taking my leave. Anyone else like to finish this up? Yeah, just one last one. Where, where's the strings? For the, for the thing, where, the, the smoke, where's the strings? How's this work? Ronaldo opens his eyes. They're jet black and he stares directly at you. And only you can hear this. Cur de Nivelle. Devils. The tower. Skid hears that? Yes. Ah! <gasps> 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 Holy shit, it worked. Ricky, did you see that? It worked. Yes, you're finally not a fraud anymore. Congratulations. It was nice, uh... Oh, also, your wife says hello. Ugh. Why does have to embarrass me in front of everyone? It was embarrassing for me, too. I'm sorry. What happened in the past happened in the past. You're the one that keeps bringing it up. I'm... You're making a present every time I speak to you. Well, I mean, it's not my fault. You're boring. <laughs> get out of here. Get, let's get out of here. Just get out of here. Fine. You. That was impressive, uh... What is Curtin's Veil? What? What is Curtin's Veil? I don't know what Curtin's Veil is. What? Caradineville? The city? Yes. It's one of ten towns, of course. Of course, yes, I. Different names for the people than in the tribes. Alright. I think I need to lay down. I'm not feeling so well right now. Thank you for the seance, everyone. Have a great day. A great night, I guess. As everyone else departs, can Skid stay for just a second or two mm-hmm. and walk over and menacingly say, What the fuck do you say in my head? How'd you say that? What'd you say? I didn't say anything. You the white lady was part about took over my body. Devil was about a tower. Why'd you know? What'd you say? How'd you get in my head? I don't know. I've never done that before. Draw my spear. <sighs> I swear I have no idea what I've just done. Put my spear back and walk out of the room. Uh, roll a perception check while you're in there. Uh, natural two. So I guess it's five total. Five? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty low. <laughs> yes. Don't see him. That is too low. Yeah. Bummer. So you walk out. Skids. <laughs> This gets sketched, gets sketched. <sighs> Catches up with Thrax and Ricky. <clears throat> Your eyes went wide there. Yes, what happened? Looked. What happened to you in there? Nothing. In Orcish. He got my head. Booyak, booyak, he got my head. Mm. Did he do something to you? Do you then, need us to finish him? He's back now. No, 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 no. Ricky, is that shit real? Is that shit fucking real? 
<sighs> to be honest with you, that's the first time he's ever actually succeeded. Normally, he's a, what you call a charlatan, a fraud. Uh, do you do that shit? Uh, me personally, Ricky Steele. Yeah. No, I'm a musician and a magician, a performer. Uh, uh, a magician? Yes. You What's know how I cleaned you up earlier? It's magic. Booyah, booyah. But not like that kind of magic. Don't you use... I don't even know what you do. I know a little bit. But that's from... Yes, but I've never seen him do that before. Like, normally it's old smoke and mirrors. Uh, uh, charade. What god does he worship? <laughs> to be honest, I don't quite know. I try to ignore him as best I can. He's a... Uh, he said the, he's, he said the <laughs> white lady. He's boring and annoying. He's, the white lady was his wife, which I had unknowingly an affair with years ago. Uh... We don't talk about I it. I did I, not know about the affair, would you? Well, I didn't know that they were married at the time. You know, things happen, and we all walk a path. <laughs> Outside, the pilgrim winces a little bit. And that, that path leads us to many places. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get a look around the bar. Is there a shield dwarf that has arrived since we've been gone? No. <clears throat> Not yet. Had the affair with your friends. We don't have to. We should not talk about it here. Okay. He's a, he's a resident performer. I, I feel bad about that. This kid's fucking sketched, man. That motherfucker got my head. Got I, my head. Would you like to repeat what he said to you in your Talked head? about the tower, some devils, I don't know. Whereabouts would this tower be? What are you talking about? I said, how'd you know him to say there's the location? Prince Chantier! Prince Chantier, he said. Care Dinevel. Care Dinevel, he said. <laughs> I got bad memory. One of my character quirks. That's it. Care Dinevel. Devil's Tower is what he said. Ricky Steele. So there's a de- Devil's Tower in Care Dinevel and a hag on a lake. I maybe we legs closer. Yes, Drax, we can hunt. I don't like that it was in your head. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. Just to put my, you know, opinion out there. Hey, while we're here and that dude's outside, you guys think he can fight? The pilgrim, you think he can fight? He looks weak. That no, I I have no idea. I don't think he can either. You don't think Ricky can fight? No. He looks a little prim and proper to fight. He does. Rick, Ricky's a master of the sword. <laughs> Is that a fucking dick joke? Did you just make a goddamn dick joke when we talk about fighting? <laughs> I made a double entendre. I bet your sock is as big as Skid's. <laughs> no way his balls are big as mine. What's a double in tan tan? I, you wish all balls were as big as... What's a double in tan tan? I'm not going to entertain this train of thought any further. Where the fuck is this sheer dwarf? I don't fucking know. Let's get drunk. Beer! Thrax! Beer! Uh, right here. Pours out more beer from his jug. We'll have a good drink while we wait for a shield dwarf. Absolutely. And the shield dwarf will show up. Say it's about an hour. You notice the aurora is starting to come on. 
Uh, if it's getting cold, the pilgrim might start packing up the old alms box. I think box. it's been cold. <laughs> so Hilna is coming back. Uh, she obviously knows to not stay out past this time uh, without, you know, without magical means and or some, at least a group of people. Traveling by herself this late where the Aurora comes in, where the magic's the strongest is not pleasurable. So, uh, let's see here. Uh, she is quite old. Uh, she wields a battle axe and a hand axe. So she has a big battle axe on her side and like a hand axe at her side. Um, she, let's see, I guess you would, let me see here. You would, you would have heard of her. Um, she is actively uh, working in 10 towns. Um, may not have met her, but definitely have heard of her. Uh, she's from the Sword Coast. Wound up in Icewind Dale because she had a few too many enemies from being a bounty hunter down there. I think maybe only Ricky or maybe the Pilgrim. I'm going to say I probably haven't heard of her. Just to You might have. Uh, since she's a bounty hunter, she may have gone after members of your enemy tribes and stuff like that. Or people and that have attacked she's arrived into the town. You could have heard of her since then. Okay. Relation to Sword Coast, since you mentioned it, uh, Ten Towns location, like obviously very, north. very north. Very north, by uh, the spine of the world. Spine of the world. Which make it like northeast a little bit, right? Yeah, so it's like that. if you looked at that favorite map, it'd be like in the almost middle. Like Distance-wise. Yeah. So it's, I, like think, I think it's like Baldur's Gate would be southeast of it just a little bit. But it's balls to the walls north. It's like fucking yes. way it's north. Touching the, it's touching the throw of the world. Okay. It's, like, it's along it. Let's see here. So, she walks in. <coughs> Scarred up, short. Uh, very built. Uh, I guess I'll follow her in. Where's a large emblem of the Battlehammer clan on her? Uh, I'm going to say to uh, Skid, she's here. <laughs> yeah, she is. I can see her. No shit. You want another beer? Please. What about you? Hidden? We all talk. Want a beer? I'm sorry, do I know you? No. Hello. Hello. You don't know when you're being hunted. When I'm hunt- being hunted? No. No. You see you're reaching for it. No. <laughs> no, but people have been talking about you. Who's been talking your about name, sir? We're not from around here. Either of you, tell me who's been talking about me. Listen. Not. Hard pressed, Imra mentioned you. We're your team. We're the outside help. Oh, Jesus! I'm you have sure. to understand. I deal with a lot of people trying to kill me. So, oh yes. Um, thank you. Look, I understand. I've talked with your kind before. That's usually. Quite aggressive. I understand where you're coming from. Not a big deal. I'm Ricky Steele. I know who you are. As expected. <sighs> yes, the bane of every woman in this town. And men, mind you. Yes, it's certainly Good starting Lord. to look that way. <laughs> you know, you can't choose where you fish. Well, I guess uh, this is what you're looking for. I will... Here, I will just, I'll just put down all the information for you guys right now, okay? Um, because to be honest, I'm fucking gassed. I've been out there 
hunting this motherfucker and well, more spying on him, shadowing him. But I'm pretty sure I have a very good suspect for this. Hmm. We've hunted many things in the wild. With your, at least, information, we might be able to help you. So, I need your help taking down the suspect. His name's Stefik Cultro. He works for a small traveling merchant company called Torgs. It's owned and operated by a shady dwarf named Torga Icevane. One more time, where does he work? He works for a merchant company called Torgs. And one more time, who owns the company? Torga Icevane. Yeah. Look, in other words, Stefik gets around. He's charming. Not like Ricky Steele. But actually charming. I bet not. (laughs) He makes friends easily. He's also Torgo's bodyguard. So I'm guessing he's pretty good with the blade. But he is who is behind what happened. Well, that's the thing. His victims came the his victims come from the only three towns that sacrificed people to the Frost Maiden on nights of the new moon. This is what passes as civilized behavior in Icewind Dale, obviously. Unfortunately. Uh, maybe the victims found a way to keep their names out of the drawings, and Stefik found out they were cheating, so he killed them. Maybe he's actually doing the Frost Maiden's work. This is why this is very important. Okay. I followed Torgs for a 10-day as it moved from town to town. It's a devious enterprise, but that's not my concern. I really don't care. What struck me is how comfortable Stefik Cultural looked in this weather. No coat, no scarf, no gloves. It's like the cold couldn't touch him. It's very suspicious. Kiss of the fucking Frost Maiden indeed. Suspicious. Very suspicious. Have any of us heard the phrase kiss of the Frost Maiden before? Yes. Is that just like an idiom for someone who's blessed by Ariel or something? You have heard rumors that if you die in the frozen wastes, you don't actually die. You come back as a servant of the Frost Maiden. Hmm. It's an old wives' tale. Everyone knows it. I'll pay you 100 gold pieces apiece to apprehend Stephen Caltro, ascertain his guilt, and deal with him, preferably without involving the authorities. This one asks for nothing. We'll take take his share! (laughs) (laughs) Since this is the place of his last murder, I know he's... Not too far. Um, they do move around a lot, though. But this was the last place, so I'll stay here and gather any information that I can potentially send your way, and where he's potentially gone. But I'm not sure where this caravan has gone. You'll have to track him yourself. Shall we run then now? It sounds like a hunt, but oi, oi, oi! Um, him? You said apprehend. Sometimes that gets sticky. What if it comes to blows? Is that an alive or dead? What's good is talking about is... Uh, Make what sure you bring his head at least. Okay. Lots of suffering or little. Doesn't matter to me. Good God. But make sure you can ascertain his guilt first. That's what I need. Suffering it is. Are you implying that we... It, it, never mind. No. This sounds straightforward. It's a hunt. You'll find this chap. 
We will be like Logush. We Look, will be ghost wolves. The most important thing, the one thing I'm literally worried about is that if he is killing people trying to avoid the lottery, especially even here in East Haven, where every the new moon, we have a human sacrifice. And someone is skipping out of the lottery, and this man is killing the people who are somehow finding a way out. I have to believe that he's doing the Frostman's will. The lottery? Three towns. Oh, yeah. It's the only fair way. See who lives and dies. What do you say to the end of that path? Getting chosen by a number to be killed. Death is its own path. Said it twice. Means he means it. Look, Bryn Shander, Targos, they do it too. Whatever. What about... It's better than giving up food? One less mouth to feed? What about Dugan's More hole? for everyone else? Dugan. Last time Stefik was seen was here? And he's saving? Yes, that's his last... That's where he killed the last person. How long ago? Uh, he killed the halfling trapper here, uh, I'd say, a day ago. A trapper? Yes, a halfling a trapper. Trapper owned a shop? I'm sorry, what? Did the trapper own a shop? No, he was just... He would sell his furs to one of the people in town. What's his name? Fuck, I don't care. Or no. Okay. That's enough to go on for Salt Hunt. Ricky? Pilgrim? Are you all ready for a hunt? I will have to say, just to give you guys, you know, like, uh, I believe this has been, I think this has been told to you before, but, uh, so, Bryn Shandir, Targos, and East Haven is the order that he's previously gone. And since it seems he's only targeting people from the three cities that sacrifice people, I'd say it's pretty narrow, because we're the only three cities that do that. I mean, hell, you might actually just see him here in a couple days if he's making his rounds. And then, and if you, I don't know, if you follow him, I could follow him too, ascertain his guilt. You said his last tracks were seen. You last heard in Torgos. Yes, he, he left a day ago from here. This was his last murder. I think maybe we would consult our intimate knowledge of the map and be like, what's close to Torgos? Or if it if it is a cycle, how far it takes from to get from Bryn Shantir to Targos to East Haven, if that's his pattern. So Targos, uh, so Bryn Shantir is straight west of East Haven, and there's a major road there called the Eastway. That's the major road that they built that allowed East uh, East Haven to become as popular and big as it was. So the Eastway is not terrible traveling, but uh, in terms of time here let me see here uh we have we going to Bryn Shander next if he goes all the way to Torgos then Bryn Shander then back to East Haven yeah so basically uh to the west of you is direct rest is Bryn Shander and then Targos is just west of that Targos is of not a long trip from Bryn Shander I'll look at her I'll be like, do you know if he sticks to the roads or not does he stick to the paths? Oh, yes, of course he travels with the caravan. He literally travels with the merchant group. They have nothing to hide right now. Hmm. Then we head that way. We'll find him in the road. The travel to, the, the move to Vinchandir on foot is seven and a half hours. It's nothing. That means we could let the prey come to us. And, and Vinchandir and Targos is only two hours. If it's got 
the path he'll come back here eventually absolutely probably on his way to Bryn Shandir to go kill someone too many paths walking all I'm saying is bringing a trap on a hunt is just as good as going all your way there he doesn't know we're looking for him even better it's true I also I would recommend this you might want to isolate him so the rest of the caravan doesn't try and kill you as well you understand yeah you know a hunt like you keep talking about you separate separate the weakest one and take it down separate the pack yes we can do that yeah well, I'm going to be leaving it up to the two of you to decide the hunt. Uh, this one, do you have any hunting skills or? No. Understood. Uh, <laughs> yes, neither do I. I'm a performer, and uh, that's what I do. <laughs> Would you all like to learn? To hunt. Yeah. Your performances might come in handy. Oh, you're saying I, I distract while you maim and quarter our prey mm. corner just in a way you will distract and as I and then an orcish I'm gonna say bait to uh, skid he said bait uh, I could be bait of a type not so like not like I haven't done it before you're suggesting falsifying a lottery law lottery <sighs> it's not a bad idea it not isn't. a bad idea at all I wasn't thinking of that even a little bit. It's very easy to spread rumors around here. It's interesting that I have a background called charlatan where I can probably do that easily with my forgery tools. <laughs> Sounds good. And we can just get away to get the rest of the... Um, who does he travel with? A caravan? Get them yes. away from him? Falsify the lottery, it comes to us. Yes, I'll pretend to have falsified the lottery. We'll actually falsify the lottery. I'll be, you know, spread the information that I might be doing a performance in some weird place around town, isolated. He'll come to murder me, and then you intercept him, and then what do you do? (laughs) This one walks the paths presented before them, and this one is there to help those who walk, like you, before this one. Yes, this one will do what they do, and uh, we will be fine, and I will not be in jail, and you will have your money. But this one is curious. Will this upset Indra if we falsify such lottery choosing? Who gives a shit? Well, there's not going to be a real lottery because it's not the new moon, but they're not. he's not privy to that as long as I spread rumors. Why do you say this one so much? <laughs> if you notice, uh, we come from... The wildlands, we don't say our names that much. You never say yours. This one has no name. Call this one what you will. I barely refer to anyone. I haven't even talked to him with his name. Looking at, pointing at Ricky Steele with like rabbit, like what's left of it. I'm not going to eat that, you idiot. I'm pointing at you with it. Uh, I'm just curious why you say you're not named so much. I'm going to ignore that and I'm going to go back to Ricky Steele. And uh, say, um, as long as we don't, as long as this group does not draw more attention, you being bait and falsifying this could work. Yes, bait. I will send some axe beaks up ahead with some trusted companions 
to go spread the rumor that someone has dodged a lottery. Tell them it is champion. a uh, tell them it is a handsome man. Yeah, and tell them what the what did Mara say? The bane of every woman's existence in this town? Yes, that. That'll but, attract them like stinking rotting flesh. But maybe not that. But probably that. Tell them that. And man's existence too. Yeah, yeah, he said Both. man's too. Both. And non binaries. Whoever is represented in this town on any gender spectrum, I will probably be the bane of their existence. Put the bane of those who exist. <laughs> yes. Sexual bane. Don't oh put the sexual part. God. Sexual bane. I'm just going to say a flamboyant man has avoided the lottery. Yes. He goes by Ricky Steele. And I have oh, actually right. avoided the lottery. And, I, I did and, not say that to you. And maybe he has a weekly showing at the white lady in back room. Not a bad idea. It's maybe no. that. A weekly thing. A weekly showing. Every People who hunt, aka this dog's trader merchant Stefik they go by routine every and victims who have a yes. weekly timely thing yes that'd be where they strike good I, place for bait I think I like you Skid Ricky Steele I don't like you at all yet that's fine but I don't give a shit I like your willingness to be bait I have every ninth day out of the ten days whatever they're called because I'm usually too drunk to remember you seem to be honest though Pretty honest. Why would I not be honest? Good well, trait. Honesty's som- good. Sometimes I lie. Not often. Occasionally. That's about it. Yes. Yes. We will set a trap here. I will begin the rumor mill then. I'll send I'll send my companions up ahead. On Axbeak. They'll get there hopefully before. I uh, think sh- the caravan I believe uses dogs. And Axbeaks are far faster. I'm not great with timing. If you had the ball pocket, when he'll be back to East Haven next day, two days. Assuming that they spend a day in each town, it'll be two days. Two days from now. So okay. on the third day, probably return this way, unless, of course, the rumors work. Probably head there and come back tomorrow, All or right. at least within a day. Rumors travel fast here. Yes, they do. Do they? All right, well, I'll set up two performances, both days. That way I'll be doing secret back showroom performances tomorrow and the next day, just in case. Yes, I'm also certain that performance or not, he'll find a way to find you. That is quite terrifying. Do not like that, but agreed. Well, stay vigilant. Wolves always watch. I won't rely on him to show up during a performance. He'll probably murder you in your sleep. Ow, ow, wolves always watch. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. He always watches. Don't worry. Do we do this in East Haven? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Why don't we spring a trap on the trail? He'd least expect it. Coming into town? Then you've got to deal with the caravan. He's not isolated. Mm. I've got good eyes. How about we track him from the trail? So we have eyes on him, but he doesn't have eyes on us. Yes, and when he's about to murder me, you murder him. Or apprehend him, the correct thing. Well, and I'll finger quotes, ascertain his guilt. And I'll do finger quotes. <laughs> that is definitely preferable. We want to know how he's, if he's working for the Frost Maiden, and yeah. how he became to be. Hear him, 
Do you want in on this action? Or you send this one out? It's rumor mill. Your soul gold. I will be helping in some other way. Okay, cool. We'll be around. Hmm. Skid, should we camp outside, dig in the snow? This part of the month. So Maybe we treat ourselves. Ah, uh, what if we need this jump? See where this caravan is. We could set up a hut in some snow. Wait. Perhaps set a trap, at least a noise trap, so we know. What if we just get two rooms, stay inside, and a nice comfy evening before we have to do anything tomorrow? You'd like that, wouldn't you? Yes, no shit, Sherlock. Look, I cannot stress enough, Torga is a very popular merchant. You should, you want to separate Stefik from her and make sure that she does not know that you're doing this. Because I can promise you, if she knows that you are actively done, if you have actually done this, you may run into some problems buying or selling things in other towns. Don't make an enemy out of Torga. Yes. Or kill her. If he gets in the way. Let's be honest here. There's only one other option there. She will be with him. I would recommend recommend killing her. She actually does a great service for 10 towns in terms of a merchant job, but Stefik is the only person I'm actually after. Wait. Drax, let's let's take the feather bed tonight. Then in the morning. Rumor mill starts. We enjoy the evening. And the hunt. The hunt starts tomorrow. All right. This one's rubing with me. Not in any kind of sexual way. He's just, if I do do anything sexual with anyone else, I doubt that they're going to be watching like the two of you would. Do you not do speak for this are. one. This one will be starting the rumor mill now. And oh, I'm going to exit and uh, just be wandering Ooh. the streets like a uh, crazy holy fool yelling about uh, the lost... Um, Lottery, the one who escaped the lottery, um, Ricky Steele, and I'm just running around like a fucking holy, insane person yelling about this. We know how many people right. always listen to those people. Hey, uh, that's hey how man, rumor will start yeah. though. It's very good. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's definitely how rumors start. Uh, you can let me know if I'm fucking freezing though. You're fucking cold, but again, it's like you can. There's enough public spaces. That you can kind of dip in and out. Cool. And uh, I, know, I yell in those public spaces as, too. And as this, you know, as push comes to shove, it's like, yeah, it's a fucking rough life right now. But it's like, no one wants people dying in the middle of their fucking town. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like, so there's people are here in this city. People are more likely to help than not help. Okay. Even though they're trying to steal from you, but they're still more likely to help. Like start some oil barrel far- fires and yeah, yeah, like ho- stuff hobo like fires. They cut a bean with a knife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the knife and a fork. Uh, yep. Bean cut. Yeah, the bean cut. Man, I forgot about that. That's the a little, that's a great old cartoon bit. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, when you're hungry, you just cut a bean in half. Share with your buddies. One bean, please. Uh, but no, I'll be I'll be doing that around different areas. Uh, and if it, it like sick. eventually when it gets too fucking cold, I'll I'll head back to the inn. Um, but that's fine. Uh, Joel, roll a d20. Do you want me to add anything? Nope, just roll a straight up 20. I 
can't even read on this dice. <laughs> oh, that's a three. Good, I wanted you to roll lower than me. Uh, you recognize uh, a tiefling who's a bandit captain. He uh, lives, he's a big name in the neighborhood. Uh, his name is Scython. Scython? Yep. God, that's fucking cool. He's very yeah, talkative, cool fucking happy-go-lucky, but this motherfucker loves rumors. <laughs> I think you found the right guy. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Scython. The lottery is ruined. How they have, they have escaped. Who? Ricky Steele. Who Ricky steals the sacrifice for the new moon? Oh my god. Convenient, oh my god. Finally. <laughs> this one believes that Ricky Steele has earned it. This one believes it as well. Ah. A fellow fellow walker of the paths. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well. Holy shit. I feel it's not fair. I think I owe you something too. This one asks for nothing. Are you sure? I've got rumors. This one will listen. You know what I heard? You know what could really put East Haven on the map? Forced labor? So I heard... <laughs> I mean... We're not some of those other ten towns, but... We won't need forced labor with this. I heard that somewhere out there, I don't know, somewhere on the, on the lake, that there's a hag somewhere out there that has a cauldron that continuously makes food, no matter what. Unlimited food. Crazy, right? No. You know what that means for you, Steven? Pretty amazing. You'd be a hero. This one not looks to be glorified this one only wants to walk the paths before them and to help those who also walk the path if the endless cauldron ends up in East Haven it was meant to be if not then it was not huh yeah sure whatever I mean I don't really believe in it I just like I just like rumors well have a good day thank you for that beautiful beautiful tidbit of information I'm going to go uh, to the wet trout and wet some ears. This I'll be one, back. This one heard that Ricky Steele resides in the Inn of the White Lady. Well, not going to dox him. <laughs> Walk thy path. You too. Be safe, brother. Stay warm. Brother. <laughs> uh, after it gets cold I'll return to the inn cool and uh Ricky you might want to hide <laughs> alright I shall probably hide in a room upstairs is there an upstairs yeah there's a small dingy upstairs uh, three rooms up there kind of Underkept, uh, I'd say like the, uh, I'd say it'd be like the, uh, I'm not going to reference it. Sorry, Joel. I'm not going to say it. Uh, it's, 
Go for it. Just do it. The end of the Prancing Pony. Yes. Precisely. <laughs> like the room that gets stabbed by the fucking demon people. It's your table now, brother. I, uh, I will go upstairs to a room and, uh, seeing the terrible conditions these rooms are kept in at the White Lady, and I will unfurl my owlbear feather coat on the ground and sleep atop that. And I will make sure to lock the door and let my companions know where I am. Absolutely, uh, my new companions. The proprietor. Friends. The old man is like, Lube's hard, me. He's already taken care of. And he hands you each a uh, little whale lantern. A uh, whale oil lantern, because uh, when there's not forest, and like when the, when the town's not near a forest, wood is a fucking precious commodity, especially in a place like this. So they hunt whale and use the blubber to fire. I Do refuse you, the lantern, and I, and I cast dancing lights around myself. You will be very cold if you refuse it. I will take the lantern. <laughs> <laughs> they are used as small heat sources. Are, is there a fireplace or fireplace? In the, in the main room, room yes. Not but if you retire room. to a room, he gives okay. you a small lamp, like a small whale lamp. It's cold as fuck in here. Yes, it just, is. Just do it, TJ. We're going to go up to our room and we'll have our lantern, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Do, we, do we watch out for him tonight? I think it'd be fine. Mm, he says he's all right at watching himself. All right, we'll see if he's alive in the morning. <laughs> Good with a blade. Uh, I look at the bed and I'll go up and pull the mattress off, and then I just smash my fist through it, just like smash right in the middle, and break a bunch of the wood. Like I imagine the boards, if there are. It's not made of wood. No, nope. wood is a precious commodity. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> what is? Is it just like a mattress? How's the bed look? Wrought iron. Oh shit. Okay, don't break that. Can't break wild iron. No, no. Uh, are there two beds in the room? <laughs> no, one big bed. Maybe the other most one's people, made of wood. Most, <laughs> people in t- most people in 10 towns literally have to huddle for warmth. Mm-hmm. So it's perfectly except like everyone sleeps in the same fucking bed. All right. Like the grandparents in uh, Charlie 100%. and the Chocolate Factory? Okay. Um, yeah, Skid will curl up in the nook Four of, people uh, of Thrax's like, knee. If he's on the side, so I, like a like a dog would. Uh, and I'll be like, we still have some beer left. Uh, we better keep warm. And, pour, and I grab the jug and like I drink out of one of the things and pass it down by my leg to skid. Just drink out of the jug. It in the middle of the night, uh, Ricky Steele. You notice that you're already being cuddled, spooned by the pilgrim. Wow! Oh, nice. And you just hear, this one will keep you warm. Thank you. He's a good spooner, though. Can I roll for spooning? Yeah, okay. absolutely. You can totally roll for spooning. <laughs> what am I rolling? Uh, spooning check? I got a four. That is not a good spoon. It's a bad spoon. I'm bony <laughs> and fidgety. <laughs> Unlike Jesse and his spooning ability. <laughs> It's all keeping me so warm. You're like a nuclear reactor. I love you. Thank you very I much. Love you. I love you. Oh Thank you very much. I holy shit, dude. I obviously don't mean any of that. I'm just trying to make sure that he's happy too. I undo my like leather. We're in different rooms, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I undo my leather like uh, archery. I don't know what it's called. So I've never. I've quiver. No, no, like what you use on your arm. Like oh, the, the arm, arm guard thing. thing? Yeah, I I undo that, and like there's fur and stuff padded inside of it, and I set it up in front of the 
little lantern. I'm like, yeah, perhaps Bones could sleep in this next to the fire. Oh, thanks, Thrax. And I'll take my pet rat Bones and put him in kind of uh, Thrax's gauntlet next to the fire so he's warm. Say rat Bones? My pet rat's name is Bones. Oh, I was like, what? Excellent. Okay, cool. What's your rat look like? He's bony. (laughs) He's bony. (laughs) I imagine brown. I have no idea. Uh, no, he's dark. He's a dark gray rat yeah. with a pink tail, and he's a little bit underfed, probably, because it's a harsh winter. Mm. And he usually is up on the shoulders or in his like, you know, fur and shit in the in his cloak. But the only person Skid trusts to watch him is Thrax. Uh, Thrax eats him. No, I'm just joking. In Orcish, I'll be like, are, are there berries today? Yeah. And I'll hand Thrax a good berry. That we eat each night that nourishes us for a full twenty-four hour cycle. Oh, breaking the game! Yeah, yep. but but I leave a little piece and put it next to Bones's. Uh, oh, that's cute. Little leather thing. Well, hardcore worship the rat. I do. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, say that one more time. I worship this rat. No, you said you, you said hardcore worship the rat. I do. Yeah, like Yoda. It's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Okay. But those restore one hit point and provide enough nourishment to sustain a creature for one day. That is correct. Pet, pet, bones. And go. Watch over us, please. Night Thrax. Let the one who always watches watch us as our eyes close. He watches us always. Always. All right. So as you said you want to do something at night to for your uh, level up. Yes. I think we're in the middle of sleeping. Yeah. Okay. I think Skid tussles awake and wakes Thrax up. What is it? There's something. Does he who watches will something of us? Yeah. Some. There's something inside of me and it, it needs to get out. It's clawing. It's clawing to get out. I don't know, Thrax. Hmm. It's been a while since we've made sacrifice. Come here. I need a, a little bit of blood at the least. I grab one of my arrows and I'll cut uh, Skid's hand across the palm. And then I'll cut mine. And above the fire, we'll like push our hands together and let the blood drip over into the fire. Mr. Jesse. Mm-hmm. Gross. And that's what we do for our blood sacrifice to grow. <sighs> okay. Do you have any words, Trax? Uh, this is all you. I cannot even say his name. <sighs> Do that and go back to bed or stay up until the next morn. But Kratzy got crazy abilities from the level up that we all got that I don't know if it's on podcast recording. Yes, it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But that's it. Yes. All right. Well, uh, you all awake. Head down to the common room. Uh, you see a familiar face who is now on your map. That is Hilm. Is she smoking a pipe? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah, she's a monster. She is a very strong-looking dwarf. Um, is this Hilm Battlehammer? No. Okay. But she had like she a... She was part of the Battlehammer. Yeah. Cool. Okay, okay, okay. Just so making sure I wasn't is, a her crazy name is person. Trollbane. Trollbane. Oh, cool. Uh, and she's sitting there by fire and uh, says, I have some great news for you. 
They're heading back. How long? Seven hours. Probably about five at this point. Time to set the trap. Yeah, by the time they get here, they'll probably arrive around noon. Um, and at that point, they'll probably set up shop like they always do. Uh, he will be attached to Torga's hip until the shop closes, in which is when I believe he is able to go off and do whatever he wants. We have seven hours to set our own trap then and wait for him. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, that's all we probably need. I'll be keeping an eye on everything. If everything seems to go awry, you know, I'll be around. Have you heard rumors in this town? Yeah, people are mighty pissed off at uh, that one over there. That's fine. I wonder they that, have yeah. a small sack. Do they know anything about the others with him? Oh, it's... Well, I mean, it's Torga's caravan. It's a very po- wildly popular merchant. No, would they know about us? And I point to the pilgrim and Skid and myself. Oh, goodness, no. They only know about Ricky Steele. Perfect. Thank you. This should help me rise to fame. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go finish off some other leads. You guys be safe. Thanks, you too. Yes, thank you very much. All right, Ricky. Yes. One. Drax. Well, I see we got to jump on him. So, like, I was thinking maybe I should perform a show and then be like, oh, by the way, the after show is in this back room. Uh, he might kill you at the show. Well, uh, why would he kill me in public is what I'm thinking. It's, we, we're performing. I'm performing a show. Then I say, oh, if you'd like to go see the private performance after party, follow me into the seance room in the back. Public murder is not a common path. That's why I actually had an idea. You were sleeping before your show. You famously napped before your show. I have a magical effect that I could do in a stationary place that could trap him. We fix the furniture around the room so he's got to come to your bedside. He gets snared up. We jump him. But I think if you want to do the show, it's a good idea too. Just less eyes is always better in, in our summation. Well, you two are the hunters. Oh, and I apparently am the hunted. So. Yeah, I'm used to fighting outside, though. Uh, I do use a bow inside. This is much different. Yeah, true. But this isn't- can't be by the caravan, right? And this isn't game. This is human. <laughs> Different. The most dangerous game. Maybe the easiest game. Kratz is shaking his head after that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if we set the trap, it is fine. I will. I have other things. I think we lead him upstairs. Set Ricky still in his bed. Cast a snare spell. We, three of us, wait behind some curtains or elsewhere. I hope he feels that safe. And then beat the shit out of him until we can ascertain his guilt. There's nobody 
in there. There's no eyes. Everyone has no need to know about it. This guy thinks he's good at his job. He thinks he's got to jump on him. He sees him sleeping. He thinks he's got to jump. But really, we got to jump on him. Do I still get to perform a show or not? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, I think you got to talk to the barmaid and that could be worked out easy. Uh, if this one can answer this question, Ricky Steele. Yes. 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 You will perform. Yes, I will perform a show. Uh, we should set that up now and then tell them very publicly you take a one-hour nap before your performance. What if I need to take an hour nap after my performance? Say it's both sandwiched. Can I, I need a nap sandwich. But now we have to be ready twice, which is fine. Sometimes the path is not unlike a sandwich. Yes, in oh. betwixt two things. I've been there very often. You sit outside often. That is all this one knows. Sure. We know the wilds too, but when this creature, this character comes in, perhaps you make yourself seen so we know they have arrived. This one will follow the path that you have laid forth. What happens when the path leads to violence? You ready for that? Violence is its own path. Yes, it is, and it's bloody. However, this one does not walk that path. But this one does not have any problem with others walking that path. Wolves track paths. Paths can be dangerous. Wolves are path makers. Wolves are those that make their own paths. That's why this one follows the wolves. Fucking right, bitch! Fucking right! And steal. Steal. <coughs> Steel is the thing that paths, different paths, are also made of. I have no idea what you're talking about. I just want to play a bloody show. This one is not sure what this one talks about either. But yes, let this group go through with this plan. You want to talk to Ronaldo or the innkeep? Set up your show. I'd rather talk to the innkeep. Ronaldo's a bit of a prick. Want to do that? Tell him the time and tell him make sure nobody disturbs you the hour before or after. Yes. So, no one shall disturb me the hour before or after. That means show. we know he can come and kill you and we can trap him. Yes, he will kill me and you will trap him. <laughs> That's a great plan. What the fuck is his name again? The innkeeper? Yes. Uh, Barban. Oh, Ben, you old man, you sack of shit. I love you. Can I play a show tonight? I don't give a fucking shit. <laughs> All right, I'll set up right away. <laughs> what is the guy's name who we are hunting? We're searching for... We are searching for... Stefet. Stefet Coltro, right? We're searching for Stefan Curry. Stefik Coltro. Coltro. Stefik Cultro. Stefik or Stefet? Stefik. Stefik Cultro. Stephen Curry. Please stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. And one of you charged two copper at the door for the show. This yeah. one, this one will take care of the door. 
I'm gonna go out to the door and sit down. <laughs> Do you want to take care of the rumor mill again? About the show? About the... Or no? They wouldn't trust us spreading rumors about a show. This one thinks that one of you, perhaps the tall one, would be good at the door, while this one will spread the rumors. I might fear them. Many of our folk spread fear. In and the that villages. will make them pay. That may make them go away. Not if the sultry sounds of Ricky Steele are coming from inside. Can he really perform anything worth listening to? This one believes in Ricky Steele. Have you not heard the rumors? I've heard the rumors you've spread. I have not spread any rumors of Ricky Steele. Oh. The rumors walk their own paths before this one. This is all confusing with paths, but... uh, Ricky Steele, perhaps you could show Thrax... Your skills. It is okay. I don't know. I think I think that Ricky Steele should show this group what he is capable of. Just believe in Ricky Steele. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> not bad. Pretty I'm not good. Going in Orcish. I'm not going to do that. I think his ideas about the door is fine, though. Then I will watch the door. You watch the door. I'll go up to the room, cast the spell, and arrange the furniture for us to hide and for him to get at the bed where he'll be sleeping at. Maybe Bones could let me know that uh, the, the trap is sprung. Want me back downstairs? Ah, all right. Uh, let us see about food for the day. Give you a little berry. Ah, that's right. Thank you. I'll uh, head out the door and begin doing my um, kind of crazy monk thing. Again, like, um, actually, no, 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 we're not going to do the crazy monk thing. I think what he's going to do is the pilgrim is going to be telling people, like, listen, this is going to be the show of a lifetime. You don't understand. Everything that's been happening around Icewind Dale, the Ten Towns, around East Haven, this is what it's all about. You need to see this performance. <laughs> like, the, all your paths, and he'll even use his own language, like, your paths must lead to see Ricky Steele perform at the White Lady. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Roll of persuasion. Hell yeah, brother. Oh my god. Roll with advantage, because that line's hilarious. Okay. Uh, I got a 22. 22? Yep. Persuasion is one of my uh, proficiencies. 22 plus 7. So you convinced 29 people to come to this show. God damn. Hell yeah, brother. That's more than a basement family show. (laughs) (laughs) Album out now. (laughs) (laughs) Album's dope. That's more than our monthly listeners. That's not true at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oi, Ricky. You want me to spring this trap in the back room or in our room upstairs? Well, it's in a tight space. He's got to step on the square. If I'm to take a nap, which should probably be in the room upstairs. All right, I'll go get to it. And uh, Skid will go upstairs and move some furniture. So only like a five foot 
uh, spaces available next to the bed. There's maybe something else there. And then maybe, hopefully, if there's enough stuff, I don't know how the room is situated, try to move something so there might be some place to hide, potentially. Yeah, there's, there's, like, a wrought iron bed. And then, basically, what looks like a rusty shelf. <laughs> you know, it's a standard room. Um, so, a rusty shelf... I have a set of uh, common clothes in my pack. Maybe I'll try to tear those up and lay them over it so it could create a maybe a visual impairment between. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, and then I will. Fuck. Um, I will cast. Uh, I'll cast a five foot radius spell next to the bed. Okay. With a 25 foot of rope that I have, uh, first level spell, Snare. Absolutely. Which lasts for eight hours. And I'll wait, uh, let's say, another another two or three hours before I do this. Um, yeah. So it'll last through the evening. And uh, if someone steps on that in the next eight hours, things will trigger. Yep. And try to create a space where we would, three of us would potentially be able to hide. But we had to do it hours he was going to be doing some over seven hours do it then and like wait the time i mean i i'm yeah i don't don't think we get squeezed for it so you know you know that uh you know that he's coming to town with the the merchants with uh torgo's merchant caravan and that he will be working until they are finished selling goods right which would be you know sometime around 6 7 p.m all right so then uh, let's say i wait till four or five and yeah. then I cast it on the rope. The rope disappears and it becomes a nearly invisible uh, trap that requires a high um, check to, to detect. And I'll go back downstairs and wait for everybody to get acquainted. Maybe have a pint with Ricky. I go to the bar, keep for breakfast, lunches. I'm trying to get whatever they got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm looking they, for that continental breakfast. Uh, whatever they got. Yeah, I mean it's probably like uh, mate, axe beak egg. Ooh. Um, I love axe beaks. Then probably, probably a broth of some sort. Egg drop soup. Then basically. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess I'll have that. Good is all we got. So they have, they have. I'm sorry. They have scrambled eggs, maybe, and broth. Yep, <laughs> I love it, dude. It's so it's good. It's gonna be a culinary, really great campaign. No, I mean, like they're struggling, but it's just that's <laughs> awesome. Oi, Ricky. Uh, if what? this spell phase is a chance that you get attacked brutally, on right away, just so you know. I'll be fine. I'll yell for you if I'm okay. attacking. We'll be there, but it might go bad. If I'm dead, I'm dead. True. True words. Never have been spoken. If you're dead, you're dead. You Unless you have form? a diamond. Sometimes a diamond helps. Uh, I don't know what that means. Don't worry about it. Well, Anybody else needs anything to prepare? I would like two shots. Horrible. You're drinking first thing in the morning? I'm about to perform, you motherfucker. Oh, all right. Yeah, we'll just time jump. Okay. Because uh, if you guys are just waiting at the hotel and everything for the day for the show and everything, uh, Pilgrim gets back after advertising the show. 
Uh, people start coming in, having some drinks, uh, relaxing. The old man's muttering to himself in the corner, complaining about the noise. Oh my god. Whatever this is, Jesse, I, pr I like meditate there for a bit. What? Do you want to be more descriptive about oh, that? There's, there's like a circle of uh, six trees. With something. Six trees? I have no idea, but go or by the dock. I'll, I'll go. Oh, by okay. There. Cool. Yeah, no problem. You can meditate there. And then I'm ready. And then you're ready for the oh, night? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this party. Everyone ready for the evening? Oh, yeah. Mine's right here. You can fill mine up. I think I put it in the kitchen. I get dipshit. Checks out. You dipshit. Yeah. The party begins. Um, people are drinking in the bar. Relaxing. Having a great time. Talking amongst themselves. Uh, uh, Rick Steele, I'm assuming you're in the bedroom. Pretending to sleep or something. Yes, until my show is ready to go. I sleep for one hour before the show and one hour afterwards. Very good. Well, behind, behind the curtain, directs you with us. But if you would like me to sing a song, yeah, I have sure. one semi-prepared. I, yeah. I, I bring my hand axe, and then you have a spear, right? I. I also have a spear. Go. So we'll both have I thought Thrax was at the door. I, I was supposed to be working the door for the show. Okay. I'm up in the room waiting. Then. All right. And just... I'm waiting for you to give the... The sign. So I'm collecting money at the door, I guess. Yeah, about uh, 30 minutes uh, till the show starts. Anyone that walks by, Copper here for the show. <laughs> oh, God. You see that man walk up to the door. What the fuck? Why does he look so cool? He's about in his, he's in his 30s. He has an olive complexion, dark hair pulled back in a ponytail, and Ooh. no facial or body hair. Ooh, mama. He's dressed in a stylish vest with matching pants and boots similar in style to those worn by mariners of the Southern Sword Coast. Would we recognize him as our target? Yes, he wears no armor or cold weather clothing and doesn't appear to be armed. That's right. His most striking feature is his eyes, which are as blue as a frozen lake. Hmm. Thrax would see him first then, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think you, I you would. Well, I'm, I was back inside Oh. Um, because I, I finished my... Uh, Think so. I, I'm just inside down below. Well, they're upstairs, so Thrax is him first. So. Well, he walks up and go, Hey, copper for the show tonight, there. Season's greetings. I'm looking forward to it. And puts two into your, uh, two copper into your, uh, basically your box. I'll, I'm I'll maybe programming me his alms box. I'll just. Yeah, you're using that. <laughs> There's no way I'm taking that money, though. Okay. So he walks in. Grab a seat at the bar. And I know that this is the dude. Oh yes, There's, you uh, you probably saw him when he came to town with Torga earlier in the day, uh, and he's been running a very like he's been there as a bodyguard for a very successful merchant. I'm gonna I'll come into the bar then and pull a stool up to the door, but I'll go if any one of the friends are in here, I'll look around. Oh, I'm looking. I'm making eye contact with you, brother. And I and just Thrax just gives a nod. I right, I'm gonna take the nod. And the pilgrim is going to stand up and go upstairs uh, and just go up to the room, like outside of the room, and just say, our guest is here. 
Stay ready. Stay close. This one will be ready. This one will be close. Ricky, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Tell Thrax to get close. This one will tell Thrax to get close. Um, I'll go back downstairs. And you back downstairs? Sapphic is sitting at the bar, drinking a glass of wine. I'm going to go to Thrax, just walk right up to him. This one has been told by your friend, Skid, to stay close. This one hopes you understand this message. I do, and I'll go up to the bar, and I'll give the box, and be like, I have to go to the old man, dude. The proprietor, that's terrible. Um, is he uh, in a, you said he's in a wheelchair? In a rocking chair. Rocking chair? This is fucking packed anyway. Can, can I go up to him? Mm-hmm. This one suggests that you leave. I'm going over you, young whippersnapper. <laughs> <laughs> so be it. So now in this bar, you have him sitting at the bar, drinking a glass of wine. There's 29 other patrons in here, the bartender, and the old man. I will avoid the magic trap, come downstairs, and get ready to perform a show. Yep, he's sitting down. Nods at you as you walk downstairs. I nod at everyone. I look at everyone in the eyes deeply, as if I'm trying to make love with them. <laughs> in their minds. I don't know how well it's going, but it's going somewhere. As I step up to whatever might be a stage or a performance area. Yeah, there's a... <laughs> there's literally... Uh, so there's, you know, it's a stone brick floor. All the bricks are arranged in the same way. And then in one corner, the bricks are arranged in the perpendicular way. So they're mis- they're in the wrong spot, and that's where people are expected to stand to play a show. It's not raised or anything, it's just bricks going Not the even direction. the tiniest little box rise? Nope. Oh, fuck, brother. We're in ten towns, man. We're in ten towns. It sucks. This ain't Chicago, well, boys. Well, the White Lady Inn kind of sucks. <laughs> yes, the Wet Trout. <laughs> pretty, East, East Haven's pretty nice. This place is kind of blown. Yeah, the Wet Trout was a lot nicer <laughs> than this. Uh, but we I made... Mean, we, Jesse, we've played the Mutiny before, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know exactly what... I missed that place. We made our bed, we'll lie in it. Uh, I will uh, pull out a a, a violin from underneath my owlbear, or yeah, owlbear feathered cloak, and begin to to play on it, and I will start to uh, sing a song. Go ahead. There was a time when we were young. When day would break and we would bask in the sun. But now it does not rise, only starlight left in our eyes. This winter, unending, will be our demise. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I was smiling. Very fucking awesome, Elliot. I was joking. I didn't think you had something prepared. <laughs> I had uh, tried to put you on the spot. I had to. I had to make up the last roll, line of it. No, roll, it was great. Uh, I expect one. Performance check with advantage. Yeah, deservingly with advantage. Well done, Elliot. Uh, that's a fifteen. Fifteen. Pretty good. Pretty good show. Pretty good. It's a it's, pretty good show. Uh, people like people haven't had really a lot of entertainment lately, and so it's the people who are there are very relieved and like. Yeah, who gives a shit if you skip the lottery? 
then you know, I'm talking back and forth. Like, yeah, it's not. We're not gonna beat his ass after the show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they say that out loud. Yeah, oh yeah. They, you hear oh, this sh- murmuring around. Oh shit! And you see, uh, Suffolk just clapping appropriately. If you could excuse me, I'll. Uh, now that I'm done, I would like to take my post-show nap for one hour exactly in my room upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go upstairs. Uh, what are the rest of you doing? You announced that man. to the crowd. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back soon to flirt with most of you, if not all of you. Jesus, pretty good show. <laughs> pretty, pretty good show. Yeah, yeah, pretty good show. Uh, skids upstairs behind the makeshift uh, curtain and visual disguise. I'm going to pretend to sleep. Another um, I think I make my way up after I give the alms box in the middle of the show. Well, hopefully people are interested. I'll start making my way up trying to find oh, like donations, shit. you know. Like I leave it at the door with the really mm-hmm. old man. The uh, path. Uh, the, the, legal the, the pilgrim will watch their perceived idea of their pathmaker, which is going to be Thrax, and stand at the bottom of the stairs, just kind of observing anything, and then there, if anything goes wrong. Excellent. Does that make sense? Like, oh, yeah. just right at the bottom of the stairs Absolutely. as you all kind of head up. And if you, you all should be able to handle this by yourselves. I literally can't do anything. Uh, what? <laughs> I can heal you, but I mean. Oh, that's big. So Suffolk is sitting at the bar, <laughs> finishing his wine casually. Uh, doesn't seem to make any sudden movements or anything like that. Um, are you clocking him, Joel? Oh, totally. You see him walk into the back room. Where the seance was. Ooh, where the seance is? Yes. I'm going to follow him. Uh, how closely? Very far. Not closely. Very far? Yeah. But if he's in there for a second, then I'll poke my uh, bald head in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cue ball, baby. So he walks in, shuts the door behind him. And how long does it take you to open the door? It's a it's a straight up fucking door. Yes. Fuck. Oh god. He goes in there and shuts the door. I'm gonna wait a good. I'll give him a minute, and then I'm gonna. Oh man, this is bad news, brother. Fuck, being a PC sucks. <laughs> yeah, no shit, dude. You gotta make decisions. <laughs> Release the control. I'm going to. The pilgrim is going to imagine all in his in, in, in his mind like there's a black sort of void and all these pink paths going out in all these directions and he kind of imagines Thrax walking on a, a path and he imagines uh, Skid walking on another path and, and imagines Ricky Steele as well not walking on a path but standing there performing and think about okay these people are clearly important and I must put them on their path that's in his mind. He didn't say that. Uh, and I'm going to open the door. You open the door. Fuck! <laughs> in the middle of the room, you see Ronaldo laying on the ground. God damn it! ice in his chest, right where his heart is. And on the glass behind him, you see pretty good 